For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Seven oh six on the Mike Caldas show. It's one oh two five. The Bone. This, this song reminds me of that my uh, <laughs> my new movie, Back to the Future Part Four, uh-huh. which will be hitting theaters sometime in twenty twenty six. Starts production soon. Hell yeah! Congratulations. Thank you. Very excited. <laughs> the premise of the uh, movie: a, uh, a father buys a storage unit. Trying to find some cool stuff in there, so that he could sell it and become a millionaire. He's one of those guys always, always trying to make a quick buck, you know. Yep. And he and he actually finds it with a DeLorean in it. Wow. And he's excited at first, but it's a piece of garbage. Yeah. Really work. But he's a mechanic, so he fixes it up, and then he he does it with his son so that they can bond and get back together. Amazing. And then they go take it for a ride, and he lets the kid take the first ride, and the kid puts it on the highway, and the father goes, "Go ahead, son, open it up." And they go, and they hit 88 miles per hour, which then triggers the uh, flex capacitor, flux capacitor, launching them back into 1976. Oh. And uh, that's when the adventure begins. Doc Brown, they have to go find him so that they can get out of there. Turns out Doc Brown's in a mental institution. It's, it's pretty brilliant, if you ask me. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it, but, you know. By I'm the way, like we introduced new characters to the movie. Who are the new characters? Doc Brown's brother, Edgar Brown. Mm-hmm. Didn't not even a know celebrity. He yeah. No, he's not a celebrity. Jill. That is confirmed. That is confirmed. <laughs> you'll have to wait for the. You'll have to wait for the rest of the movie. Uh, whenever they get launched back into, can I? Uh, I'm just putting this out there. Sure. Love to do music on the uh, film. I'd like to score okay. it. Okay. So they get launched back into uh, 1976, and as they go and go through, this comes. Little China Grove. Yeah. While I appreciate this song. Do you already have something to mind? I mean, that is the song that will play as they're doing the montage of fixing the car up to get it back to the future. Okay. But when they go back... In, into 1976, mm-hmm. it's straight ghetto. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. They they show up at a wrong time in the wrong part of town. Things wow. are bad. They, they actually show up at a Black Panther rally. Oh, no. Yeah. Dad, where are we? I'm not sure, Martin. Yeah, that works, Galvin. That's good. Well, Curtis Mayfield. All right. Galvin, technical music advisor. Oh, <laughs> Technical. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> All right. It is uh, 7.09. Let's check in with Galvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. All seven locations back open, ready to serve the Tampa Bay and surrounding areas. Uh, Maybe you want to go in there for some of the wardrobe stuff. They could give you some of the throwback shoes. You know what I mean? They've got some of those. So if you're going to 1976, it'll look like you have shoes from 1976. Uh, For the rest of the people that aren't in the movie, you can get comfortable shoes there. How about that? (laughs) Now, Now, Galvin, I need a pair of shoes that Pelt cannot help me out with. Oh, not I believe they, they can. Don't, not, well, I mean, they may if there wasn't such a demand for this shoe. Mm-hmm. My son has a birthday next week, an mm-hmm. important birthday. He turns 14. All right. And I would like to buy him something nice for his birthday. Okay. And the only thing that he asked for and the only thing that he cares about is a certain pair of shoes. And I know what you're thinking. Pelts, just call pelts. It's not that easy. He wants the ugliest pair of shoes I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Pelts only shows sells uh, pretty shoes. Exactly. And, <laughs> and uh, Joe, if you listen to what I say, you could probably pull a picture of it. They're Nike, Chunky D's, Ben and Jerry's. 
Are you prepared to look at these? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't even sound real. It does they sound, sound delicious. Good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Carmen found it. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at them, yeah. Oh. I'm, look, I'm waiting. Why? I'm waiting. I see nothing. Yeah. Hold on. It takes me two seconds to type it in. Oh, geez. <laughs> I, I mean, we, you know. we, all, we already all have it up. Yeah, yeah I saw it. I got it on my own. Everybody. <laughs> and, no. Even yeah, people, even people on de- listening on delay already have it up. Yeah. Really? I, I don't even Total video. fail. Just a picture. <laughs> No, you're not even close. No, that's not even, <laughs> those are old Air Jordans. I actually want a pair of those. Yeah, those are nice. So why does your son want these? I don't know, because he's a kid and kids like stupid things when they're Listen, kids. if I was 14, yeah, I think yeah. I would probably wear those. Oh, I would. I know that when I was 14, I wouldn't wear them, but clearly he No, no, I'm them. saying I would. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, but I was cool. So, <laughs> so, if, so they come... The box that they come in is actually a Ben and Jerry's ice cream container, a mm-hmm. large one. Mm-hmm. T- don't look. Just guess at how much. If I were to buy those today, aftermarket, online, at, at Goat or uh, the other one, the other sneaker website, what is the price of those? I would imagine after, so you're I buying it from me. A... Don't put the price up, and Joe finally <laughs> oh, up, and the price is right there. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say around three hundred because I'd say they probably retail around one seventy five, one ninety, somewhere in there. So I'm going to say if you're buying them from somebody, they want a little markup, three hundred, three fifty, somewhere in there. Yeah, I talked to Angelo Blando, who is the guy who gets all the sneakers for the NBA guys and all that last night, and Angelo's like. I can get them for you, and I could probably get you a discount. And he goes, it's going to be hard in his size, 11 and a half, 12, because they're so in such high demand. But even with the discount, they're going to be about $1,600. Mm. Woo! You know you where look- you don't have to spend $1,600 for shoes? Pelt shoes. Yeah. All seven yeah. locations ready to go. And also, you get in there for the perfect fit, you whisper my name, Calvin. You whisper that, you get 10% off, too. You're not wow. getting 10% off, Chunky Monkeys. Nope, 10% off of uh, Chunky D's are still going to cost me uh, $2,100. I'm wow. telling you right now, if you spend $2,000 on shoes, I'm going to come over and chop your hands off. No, I, <laughs> I will never do that. And uh, I will never do that. Um, I did find a couple of pairs online in the secondhand market that I was like, oh, these are like $500. That's ridiculous. But maybe for his birthday, I would do that. I have but some it, chunky E's. If, if, you, <laughs> if you look at them, uh, people are, this one guy had them, and I was like, these are real. They're legit. Look at them. He's got them, and he's got them for 600 and something dollars. I'm going to buy these. Ridiculous. And then my wife looked at him. She goes, not real. I go, how do you know, Hawkeye? And she goes, look, the cow print is actual like a, like a velour material, mm. so it's print. It's like a cowhide uh, almost, and this was just paint. And if you blow up his picture, you could see the paint in the oh, background. Wow! And I was like, "You son of a bitch!" Um, so yeah, he's not getting those. I could tell. You know, that. you're not allowed to sell knockoff stuff on eBay. Well, unless uh, it says, but can you right, put? If it- I, I think if it's yeah, if it says this is not real. You know, whatever. If you read his description, like I reread it uh, after that, it says my custom uh-huh. chunky D's, uh-huh. which means he made them. So, um, it, it just I am just so far removed from the from the sneaker world. Yeah, Angelo said to me, uh, "How about the? I got these fresh pair of." All red Jordans, and he sent them to me, and I was like, "Yeah." I go, "You're talking to a 48 year old man. I couldn't care less. <laughs> I'm about to start going to Walmart and getting that double strap Velcro shoe. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, and that's. I mean, I don't care anymore. Mm. Um, but uh, that is insane. And also, if your kids have, it, like, like if your kid is between 11 and 14, like my son, he blew through so many pairs of shoes because his foot grew so fast that I, there's a whole market of people buying their old shoes. Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, I just, I have a hard time throwing away shoes because I was a poor kid. So I feel like I, if you just throw them in the garbage, uh, so I'll just keep them. You can donate yeah. them. Yeah, well, yeah, or donate them, you know. But uh, but now they find out there's a whole aftermarket of people who will buy your. Uh, <laughs> I told shoes. you I was I was turned down by a homeless man with no shoes. He turned down shoes that I was going to give him. <laughs> They're yeah. like they're like uh you know two hundred dollar running shoes that I had and I was like I because I have so many pairs of shoes it's ridiculous and I was waiting to get my hair cut and he was there and I was like excuse me I go do you need some shoes had no shoes on yeah. and he goes nope and I went 
I have some shoes. And he was like, uh, my feet are just... I go, okay, never mind. Yeah. I didn't, didn't need the life story. Wanted my to help you out and give you some shoes, but... I've become one with the ground over the I, years. I, yeah. yeah, he yeah. like, his feet grew into the ground like he was uh, Groot. I don't know why Joe is showing actual Ben and Jerry's Chunky he, Monkey. He I doesn't know what we're talking about. <laughs> you can so get hungry. a pint of, of Chunky uh, Monkey for six ninety nine. You don't have four eighty nine. Right, what you're showing right on the screen says four dollars eighty nine cents. Oh my god! You can't even read the screen that you put up. You got to overbid a little bit, or you're going to lose it. Spanish? Do you want to let him know where he is? <laughs> Cognitive uh, decline. Oh man. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Uh, U.S. history was made last night as Kamala Harris became the first woman of color to become a vice presidential candidate. Who was uh, the first? Who first was, woman. The first woman, uh, G- uh, Geraldine Ferraro. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. what does she do now? She was uh, in Chicago, did some stuff. But is she dead now? She's no. an MMA fighter. She was <laughs> not in Chicago. She was. I want to say she was in New Jersey, and yeah, she's dead. She's dead? Oh. Yeah, maybe she's not in New Jersey. I don't remember. But I she, thought she was dead. in... Uh... You might be right, Calvin. I don't I, I, I'm thinking of Chrissy right. Todd Whitman, Whitman was the one in New Jersey. Uh, but yeah, she, Geraldine Ferraro, has been dead for some time now. Natural know. causes? Like old age? or uh, No, she was actually uh, the Republicans murdered her. Mm. <laughs> That's what I figured. Uh... Geraldine Ferraro. She was sick. She was with Walter Mondale. Let's see what uh, Democratic... Mm-hmm. It says that she was born in New York, died in Boston. Okay, but I don't know the rest of the timeline. I, for some reason, I thought she had something to do with Illinois because whenever I lived there. But I don't know. Who knows? Uh, so the uh, uh, Kamala Harris spoke at the uh, Democratic National Convention and ended her speech asking America to quote fight with confidence to win this election. She was played off by Queen Bee, Beyonce. Beyonce wasn't actually there. They just played her music. And they had a video wall of supporters cheering for her. Her husband was up there and Joe Biden and his wife Jill came out, joined her on stage for the photographers there in attendance. Here is a little of Kamala Harris's speech. Let's fight with conviction. Let's fight with hope. Let's fight with confidence in ourselves and a commitment to each other, to the America we know is possible, the America we love. And years from now, and our children and our grandchildren, they're going to ask us, where were you when the stakes were so high? We will tell them not just how we felt, we will tell them what we did. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. My, oh, Beyonce, Beyonce. My question there is, um, when was America great? If, and I think it was, but but uh, but uh, Black Lives Matter and all these people that are complaining are complaining about the history of the country. And when when is the time they think it was good then? When it, oh, well, we had we had. Uh, I think there's a lot of I think then, there's a lot of black people who think uh, no time has been good. Right, but that's not what she just said. Let's get back to it. She yeah. said, let's get back. Well, okay, we'll make up your mind. Was it great or was it not great? Now, according to according to the uh, people arguing, it, for them it was never great. So what exactly do they want to go back to? Mm. I, that's a that's a fair question. I think. I, I think that there's they're making it sound like there was a time where things were great and everyone was equal, and then it got bad and it changed. When was that? Right. At what period were, were they happy with that they could say, "Well, that's what we should go back to." If you that's had a bad to, thing to say, if you had to pick a time in your life, like an age where you're like, "Man, that was great," I would go 13. That was a good time. Good time. No, not for I, was, me. I was messing around with girls. I had a motorcycle. I had snowmobiles. Didn't have to pay any bills or do <laughs> you know? Yeah. That was good. That was a good time. Five yeah. or six for me because I could eat cereal every morning. My parents <laughs> did everything. I could sleep all hours, get up early, watch cartoons. Gosh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of in the. Uh, I'm kind. It's. I would say the past ten years have been my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Since I had kids, that's been the most fun part of my life. Bob, other than that, it was hectic all before. I, I, I do remember that point, though, where I was living with that idiot, Freddie, and uh, I was sleeping in his dumb townhouse, and I, on a, it smelled like mildew, and I, had a, I was sleeping on a love seat, 
And I was like, remember like three years ago when my mother used to pay all the bills? That was so much better than <laughs> yeah. this. This was yeah. ridiculous. I actually called my dad after I bought my house and uh, apologized to him for letting the uh, water run all the time with the hose yeah. out in the yard, even though we were on a well. But I was like, I get it now. I Because he would be like, come on, turn the hose off. Turn those lights off. You're paying for everything. Yeah, I watched, uh, you know, we'd always talk about that scene and that thing you do where he has to go down and shut off the, the light on the store. Let, and it, burn. Like, oh, let it burn. Uh, and that is me every night. I walk around the house and go, oh, leave the lights on. Just, everybody goes to bed and just leave everything <laughs> on. And I don't know what the thing is because I watch TV and they tell you, you can leave your light on for a whole month. It'll cost you like six cents. If so that, like, I would say the whole year. Yeah, you know? it's not like money is the reason why. It's just... I am. I, am, I just watch it. Responsibilities, yeah. Talking under my breath. I just leave every line. Of this one. <laughs> You're officially a dad. Oh man. Uh, Barack Obama didn't hold back during his speech at the Democratic National Convention. He said Trump has done nothing. Uh, but my breath. I just leave every line. Of this one. <laughs> this one. You're officially a dad. Oh man. Uh, Barack Obama didn't hold back during his speech at the Democratic National Convention. He said Trump has done nothing. Uh, but uh, but help himself and his friends since becoming president, and that uh, it's impossible for him to grow. Fully true, and uh, that in fact that's a that's an outright lie, and uh, he, he he's able to say that and use those key words because those people want to hear those sort of things, and I think that that's very unfair, and I think that as powerful as that was for him, and as great of a speaker he is, it's unfair that he that he would say that. I, I I disagree with what he said. I mean, not only that, but this whole thing, even with Kamala Harris, it's all just become, there's no, you're not hearing about any plans to do anything. It's all just bash Trump, talk about how terrible he's doing. And the whole thing about he's not trying to find middle ground, you can see that neither side has ever tried to find middle ground. What is it? The Senate goes on recession for months at a time when people yeah. are, you know, jobless and whatnot. They're, they're, nobody's but, trying to find any it, middle ground. It's on both sides because Trump is doing nothing but crapping on Democrats every day. Sure, it's, that's, no one. Both neither sides are, are doing trying it. to win on their accomplishments nope. or right. what they can do. They're trying to. It was it was great with Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders was a breath of fresh air because he came out and he said, "This is what we need. We want free school. Everybody wants free school. I mean, if you graduate." high school and you want to continue your education, you want to go to college and know that it's free, oh, that's wonderful. But Bernie didn't know how he was going to pay for it. He didn't know how he was going to pay for universal health care. And he had a great plan uh, in his mind that didn't make sense and wasn't financially uh, fit for this country. And, 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 you know, you can't there are people who have worked hard and who've secured insurance for their families and they've paid more for better service and those people should not be penalized. And they said that they wouldn't and they were. And uh, I look. I don't know what's going to happen in the next uh, four years, but I will tell you, and I think everybody knows the truth. Either way, we're going to be just as screwed now as we always are. Yeah. Uh, President Donald Trump did use his power for something yesterday. He urged Americans to boycott Goodyear Tire after a uh, photo of a slide uh, appearing to explain a company policy of not allowing Make America Great Again or Blue Lives Matter apparel was shared online. Uh, saying, quote, don't buy Goodyear tires. They announced a ban on MAGA hats, he tweeted. Uh, get better tires for far less. He's doing tire commercials now. Yeah, that's this is, absurd. This is, the, uh, this is what the radical left Democrats do. Two can play the same game, and we have to start playing it now. Shares, that, shares that, of uh, Goodyear fell more than 4% before recovering about uh, half of the dip. That's that's absurd for the most powerful man in the world. Yeah. The leader of the free world to be uh, quabbling over uh tire uh, tire factory policies. They may have have a have a thing where they're like, "Hey, we're this isn't a political forum. This is work. Don't wear any of that stuff." Uh, don't cause any problems among your other coworkers. It may not even be that they dislike Trump, but even if they did, they're allowed to. And who is he to step in now and say that we uh, don't bite Goodyear tires? It's such a baby thing to say. And Goodyear, an American company out of uh, Ohio, you know, it's like yeah. you're, you're knocking American companies now. I find out that there's a company out there, a factory right now, that won't let us listen to our show, and I say don't buy from that factory because I'm a baby, but I'm also not the president. I, stuff like this, this is going to be Trump's undoing, in my opinion. Yeah. 
That's but really you know what, that. though? You know what, Gio? For, for every common sense thought about it and uh, everybody that says, uh, you know, that's ridiculous, there's that group of people that's like, good, I'm glad he put his foot down. I'm glad he fought back. Oh, those people out on the boats with the Trump side, yeah. they love this. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah. yeah, screw you, Goodyear. You're not going to tell us how to do We got our rights. By the way, did anybody see uh, Trump in the limo, the picture of the uh, the limousine? What is it called? The uh, Beast. Yeah, the Beast with the Goodyear tires on it. Somebody put up the picture and said, <laughs> who wants to tell him? They asked him, and he, you know, he has a, his daily press briefing yesterday, and they asked him if he was going to change the tires on the Beast and stuff, and he's like, yeah, we're going to look into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, but he just doesn't. It's t- To me, when he does things like that, he he it looks like he does not understand the power of the presidency. When he says something like that, like you said, their stocks went down 4%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he doesn't realize that his dumb tweet... That oh, he, he realized. Real, he, real, he, real, he, real, yeah, he does it on purpose. But, yeah, to, but to use the power of the presidency like that to try and bury an American company because they hurt your feelings is, is reckless. It's, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. But that's I, also that's what Obama was speaking to when yeah, he says he I, hasn't grown into the role of a president. He's Yeah, I mean, that's, just, that's so silly, I think, for a president to do that, Republican or Democrat. And that's just good. Stuff like that is going to be uh, his undoing, I think, for people that are on the fence that maybe would, you know, go with Trump. But he stuff like that, just it's it's a bad look. Man. Yeah, it's also why a lot of people won't admit publicly that they're going to vote for him. Yeah, they're, they're still going to vote for him, but they don't want to say it because they don't want to side with that buffoonery. Uh, this is pretty crazy. T-shirts with the phrase Joe and the Ho." were being sold on Amazon this week uh, before a Twitter user noticed it and asked them to remove it. Uh, there's the pictures up on uh, Bone TV. So it's for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, one actually says Joe in the hoe, and then it says uh, sniff and blow, which I don't know what that is, whatever. Just but Joe sniffs them, sniffs all the girls. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the, Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Amazon said they removed the shirts from circulation yesterday and said all retailers were subject to following their seller's guidelines, which uh, appeared to bar this sort of uh, blatant smear. The problem with selling T-shirts on Amazon and having them print them and all that stuff is they deal in such high volume that they don't have time to to review everything that's sold, and it's really not their responsibility. So unless something's pointed out to them, they're probably not even going to notice it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, there's so much stuff out there. You find stuff all the time where you're like, oh, they're selling this? Yeah, Mer- Mo- uh, Moose will print them for you. Oh, I'm sure he will. Yeah, uh, Braden Point's second overtime goal of the series helped the Lightning finish off the Blue Jackets with a 5-4 to four win in Game 5. Point, who had four goals in the series, including the winner in the fifth overtime of Game 1, was left alone in uh, front following a Columbus uh, defensive zone turnover. Nikita Kucherov picked up the turnover puck and whipped a pass over to Point for the series winner. Yeah, it was nasty, and it was great, and it was a great way to end that game. That's a good was, word for it, nasty. It oh, was, that was a nasty was goal. Totally nasty. Uh, uh, he he shot it right behind him, too. It was. I'll tell you, there was really some great action yesterday in that game by both teams. That goalie that they have is unbelievable. The hand-eye coordination for hockey players is really impressive. Yeah. Mm. It was was great, uh, and I don't know. Who do we play next? I don't know. Has it been determined? No, I don't think so, but I think it's probably... You can probably figure it out at this point. I just don't know. I don't even... I don't even know, but it won't be today. I can tell you that. Yeah, I don't know. The Bruins, are they... I don't know. I don't know who it is. <laughs> we'll uh, find out. Yeah, well, I put in to see whether the Lightning had, a, you know, what their next game would be, but it doesn't show what it would be, so I'm not sure. We'll find out. We'll see. Uh, New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft scored a knockout victory Wednesday when a Florida appeals court ruled prosecutors can't use sex videos secretly recorded by police during a massage parlor prostitu- prostitution sting early last year. Uh, but while the closely watched case against Kraft is effectively over, he's still fighting to make sure that those videos never get leaked on the Internet. Uh, so immediately after the appellate court finding that the cops illegally used secret surveillance cameras, Kraft's lawyers filed a new request in Palm Beach County Court calling for the tapes to remain sealed until ultimately destroyed. If you don't know you're being filmed, that's illegal. And and I I don't know how they thought that they would be able to use it in court because I think they're they just trying to embarrass them. Yes, they they were going under the guise of uh, sex trafficking, 
like workers and stuff. Oh, which so they found none. Right. And then once they found none, they said, hey, you were just doing this to try and get this guy on film. Right. You know, that's what they figured it out. Yeah. So they, they were trying to cheat the system is what they were trying to do. It's and a the, blatant abuse of power. Yeah, totally. And and, the, it, and, the, and, and, and it's a victimless crime. Uh, the guy went and got a massage and a little tug. He's an old, he's an old rich single man. Leave him alone. He's probably a great tipper. Oh, and people I'm sure there probably appreciated him coming in. The people that work there are like, no, don't take Robert yeah. Kraft away. I'm like, Mr. Robert. Yeah, he flies all the way down here just to give us thousands of dollars. Yeah, he pay him my son tuition. Uh, movie theaters are starting to reopen this weekend, but uh, people are saying you should not go. Uh, epidemiologists, two of them, say. You should not go to the movie theater. One of them says, quote, there is no scenario in which going to a movie theater is a good idea. What if you have antibodies? Uh, that's not the... Uh, and I'll be all? Yeah, I mean, they think right now, they think that you won't be able to get it again for a little while. But well, and still, it's just for your strain. So whatever strain you had, you have antibodies for. Right. But, you know, they said there could be you don't want to eight different it. strains. Yeah. I am an antibody superhero. Yeah, <laughs> and there have been no documented cases of anybody getting COVID twice. So I'm yeah. going. To the well, movies. maybe you'll be the first. Good luck. I'll go with you. <laughs> if there was a movie I wanted to see, I probably would go. Yeah, who wants to go to the movie theater? Mm. I don't know. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya told ESPN on Wednesday, "Please tell me he's going to fight Tyson. Oh. That he will return to the ring at the age of 47." Twelve years after his last fight, the 11-time titleist uh, confirmed he's ready to end his retirement. Saying, quote, the rumors are true. I'm going to start sparring in the next few weeks, De La Hoya said. Uh, he was uh, 39 and 6 with 30 KOs. Added that he will not be engaging in the exhibition fight like fellow retired champions Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. He says, it's a real fight. I miss being in the ring. I love boxing. Boxing is what gave me everything I have today, and I miss it. So he's back for real, he says. He's going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> well, here's the thing is he was a great fighter, but. Fighters have to know when to quit. When he fought Manny Pacquiao, it looked like me fighting a six-year-old kid. It was unbelievable how he was just absolutely dominated. You know, and that's what sent yeah. him into retirement. And you, and rightfully so. You go, oh, okay, that's the new breed. That's the new guys. They're quicker, stronger, everything. They're better than me, better footwork. I, I was great for my time, but that time's over. Retire. Now, you know, 47, he's going to try and come back. Good luck. Well, I don't mind him trying. I don't mind him trying because it'll be interesting to watch whether he wins or loses. It'll be fun to watch, even though we all think he's going to lose. But I like the idea that these guys are doing exhibition fights. Like, why stop fighting in your 40s if you still have gas in your tank? Uh, Go out there and do it. (laughs) Well, I mean, but, but if they feel like they can do it. Let him go out there and do it. I mean, this Tyson uh, fight is is being looked forward to by so many people. If you throw an undercard of uh, Shane Sugar Shane and uh, De La Hoya, I'd watch that. I'd I'd pay more money for that card if you added that to the fight. By the and way, then, that'd be a great fight. And when, what about uh, the lovely uh, Paige Van Zant? Uh, she's she's been on our show, right? The yeah, really pretty yeah. UFC fighter. Yeah, she's, she she announced she signed a deal to fight in the bare knuckle fighting. Bare knuckle, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's. That could be the more names that end up going over there. I mean, she's still young. Oh, she's, absolutely, she's legit. That's so a big the more names that go over there, that's a yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's... I just, I just hope De La Hoya comes to the ring with the fishnet tights and the high heels. <laughs> well, that's the other thing is that how did he escape that? Yeah, that kind of really just came and went real quick. Was there something else that happened? Was there like a big event that, you know, washed that under where people were like, oh, my God, did you see that? Oh, there was an attack over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Was there something that <laughs> what happened? What we're referring to is there were pictures of Oscar De La Hoya dressed as a woman that came up, and his ex-girlfriend said that that's what he was into. And there were pictures of him actually dressed up like a hooker. But was and it for Halloween or something? No, it wasn't Halloween, no. but it definitely could have been for something, Carmen. Like, he could have done it for... Uh, commercial or, or or to make a prank on somebody or whatever, but those pictures went around and then they just kind of disappeared and everybody stopped talking about uh, it. Gio, I think I'd go one better if I was a, his opponent. I would walk in like that. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. The best, was, 
when uh, Mayweather fought him and Mayweather came out in the sombrero with the, oh, with yeah. the Mexican music. And <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Uh, more fight news. It appears that Anderson Silva has nearly reached the end of his career. According to UFC President Dana White, the legendary former middleweight champion is expected to compete one last time in the octagon on October 31st in what is expected to be his final fight. Uh, Dana said, we're working on a fight uh, for him coming up here soon. Uh, he will fight again. I met with his managers the other day. This will be the last fight. I think he's going to retire. Ultimately, though, White said he would let Silva make the official announcement regarding his retirement, but it appears that that's the direction the 45-year-old Brazilian is headed after a, the Hall of Fame career that he's had. Yeah, at 45, I mean, that's when you really got to go. Well, uh, what was it? Chris uh, Seaman? What was his name uh, that beat him? Gio, do you remember? Slide, 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 um, something like that. I'm looking right here. Something with an S, I know it was. But he, uh, Anderson Silva, who was unbelievable. And when he came in, you were like, what? This is a whole new thing. But he got cocky and he would do that where he would lay down or he'd tell them, come on, you know, do this or go up right. against the fence with me. And he did his little chin out to him, dropped his hands, his chin out to him, and he got rocked. Oh, and he yeah. went, well, that's what happens. Yep. Yeah, there was a time. Ass. There was a time where I thought there's nobody is yeah. ever going to beat him. He yeah. is so dominant. There's not a chance in hell anybody can even come close. And then, like you said, he got knocked out trying to be all fancy and you know playing with his opponent. Do you think he did that on purpose, subconsciously? Maybe you know you think you can't be beat, and you're like yeah. uh, you know let's see something happen, whatever. When he uh, when he first got in there, I remember him fighting Chris Lieben, and I remember him fighting Rich Franklin. And Rich Flank- Franklin was a big name, and everybody liked him and stuff. And he beat Rich Franklin so bad, you were oh, like, yeah. this is unbelievable. It was unbelievable because this guy's fighting at the highest level for somebody else to come in and to be able to beat him that badly was outrageous. It looked like Rich Franklin had never fought ever. Yeah, yeah. Like it was his first Like they just fight. picked a guy out of the crowd. Anybody want to yeah. fight? Yeah. Put your hot dog down, sir. Come on up. <laughs> he was good. Franklin was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. How did he come back from that if you're Franklin? You're like, all right, I think I'm done now. I don't think, I don't you think do. he did. Well, yeah. uh, uh, Forrest Griffin. Remember Forrest Griffin? Yeah. got not, And he was just like, I'm done. I'm, Remember- I'm not fighting ever again. Remember when he fought him, He after he lost, he ran out of the octagon. The minute the fight was called, he got up and ran out. Yeah, yeah. Because he got knocked out while uh, going backwards. He got yeah, knocked out. Yeah. That was crazy. So we'll see uh, Halloween fight with Anderson Silva. The spider. Right. Oh, that's perfect. The spider on Halloween. How do you like that? I'll watch that. Uh, someone is trying to auction off a Michael Strahan Super Bowl jersey. The only problem is Strahan says it's a fake because the real one is in a frame at his house. Oh. Yeah, so if you're buying Super Bowl merchandise, be careful with that. Uh, be so well, how do you know? Don't they authenticate it? Yes, though? but even that can be faked as well because I watched a whole thing about that and people are like, yeah, that's not my signature. Meanwhile, they have the certificate saying that it's real. You know, in a picture, they do like, uh, I think it was like Robert Plant signed a guitar and they had a picture of Robert Plant signing a guitar and they're like, yeah, this is the one, but it wasn't. It totally wasn't oh, a signature. Yeah, and those hologram stickers that they put on there. Yeah. So when Pete, uh, <laughs> years ago, Pete ran websites for Warren Sapp and Mike Allstott and Simeon Rice and all those guys, and they used to sell official merchandise, and Pete used to put those hologram stickers on to match the certificate. And I go, oh, those are awesome. How do you get those? He goes, you just order them. I go, what do you mean order them? He goes, you just order them. I go, so basically I could just order them and put it on there. He goes, yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> what he was doing was authentic, but, I mean, anybody could have done it. You yeah. put a hologram sticker on it with a number, and you go, oh, 503. There you go. Uh, my brother checking in from uh, North Florida saying uh, Weedman, Chris Weedman, was the uh, fighter who beat uh, Anderson Silva. By the way, we were, at, uh, we were in Vegas for fights, and it was for my birthday, and we hear, we're at dinner, and we hear all, oh, you know, all that kind of thing, and people are getting their cameras out and stuff. Anderson Silva comes walking through, and everyone was freaking out because that was like at his height of his yeah. career. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, A rare 1921 Babe Ruth baseball card sold for how much? Do you have any Babe Ruth baseball cards? Do you have any baseball cards? No. I know you have the signed baseballs. I don't really collect cards at all. What about about Wells? I know he has a lot of uh, memorabilia. Any cool 
cards? I, I can't remember. I know he has several Babe Ruth balls, but I don't know what he has baseball card-wise. What do you think? 1921 Babe Ruth baseball card sold for how much? I don't know. I don't know the rarity of it. I don't know. I mean, I would say it's not in a million. No, it actually is pretty low for what yeah. I would think. It Ten was, grand? Uh, no, higher than that. $51,600. Oh. Yeah. Ridiculous. I had a uh, Hunnis Wagner that I threw away. Yeah, like I, I for joking. a while I was well, but for a while I was pretty sure I would buy a Babe Ruth ball eventually because I was collecting baseballs and that was the ultimate one to get. Yeah. And then I thought, how dumb that would be if I was just sitting there staring at a Babe Ruth ball. By the way, the Hunnis Wagner uh, card is the I think one of the most expensive ones. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, I was joking. I, I still wouldn't want that either unless I'd, I'd immediately resell <laughs> I'd, it. I'd totally sell it. Yeah. Nope. Uh, speaking of baseball, Cincinnati Reds announcer Tom Brenneman uh, was suspended last night after he used a homophobic slur on air Wednesday evening. Did you guys hear this yet or no? I have. I it's amazing. He continued announcing in the middle of his apology because the <laughs> game is still going on and stuff. So what you'll hear first, it's kind of bad audio. Uh, it's not great, whatever, because this is like off of a TV where you hear the slur and then you hear his uh, apology that he's doing. But here it is. Listen to this. The fag capitals of the world. Ooh. I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the air that I am deeply ashamed of. If I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. <laughs> as there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, <laughs> it will be a home run. Oh, and so that will make it a 4 nothing ball game. So funny. Any, Nothing. Kind of like you're going to have in your bank account in a couple of weeks. Continued on. But you can't be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you said it hard. Listen to this. Fag capitals of the world. I mean, he hits that hard. That's oh, not a guy. Like he's mad at something. Yeah, that's not a guy who accidentally said that word, right. trying to say a different word or anything. He's saying that purposely and with vigor. He he's uses saying it that. regularly. <laughs> like he was oh, mad at it. Like he didn't want to go like, uh, I can't go to San Francisco. It's a fact right. of the world. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Look, I, I, I still have no problem with people saying things to be funny to each other in private to somebody who they, you know, will get the joke and that's it. It's over. Uh, that's fine. But when you're a broadcaster like that, you just can't do that. You oh, yeah. You can't even take the risk of doing that because, especially now, they're looking to pounce on you. Oh, it's funny because, like, even in here, like, sometimes I'll swear when we're off air or something, I'll go, oh, and then I'll look to see. Just You never know if a microphone's yeah. on. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no one uses that word more than Galvin. Oh, man, all the time. <laughs> oh, all man. the time, throwing it around. Hey, uh, everybody. It's National Radio Day. Oh, we get the day off, right? Congratulations, everybody. Get to work. (laughs) Why today? Does anybody know? Uh, Today is National Radio Day. Uh, I don't know why it is, but according to a new survey, more than two-thirds of people listen to the radio daily, and actually one out of ten people even have a favorite radio commercial. What? Yeah. I could see that. Commercial that they love. uh, I love when Spanish talks about his hair. That's what I love. Oh, America! When when Mike tells me about roofs, I love it. Can't can't get enough of it. I um, well, I guess Happy Radio Day to radio people. Yes, yeah, it's Happy Radio Day. Did you guys send? Me and all did you guys stuff. send your uh, pictures in for the uh, the uh, no. thing? What? Yeah, they uh, wanted you to send some uh, old mm. pictures of you at radio. No, send it in. I can't. I, I can't wait to weed through all the self self glossing. Instagram posts and yeah. Facebook things about now. It was 12 years ago today. <laughs> <laughs> the photo op. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty interesting. I'm not sure exactly what you're going to use this on, but I'm, I'm definitely interested. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, of course, wins a lot of polls for the best cereal. Well, now, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Cinnadust? Seasoning, oh my god, is coming to market. Yeah, yes, it is a full shaker of just the cinnamon sugar blend. It goes on sale at Sam's Clubs uh, on September first. Then it'll roll out everywhere else sometime next year. What are you putting that on, though? French toast. French toast. Okay, French toast makes sense. Pancakes, waffles, steak. I get I get the breakfast stuff. You're you know, the the, the pancakes and yeah. the waffles and that. Uh I would say maybe sprinkle on some ice cream. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Right? Do a little vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Put a little Cine Crunch. Put it in uh, coffee. Coffee? Coffee right. would be good. So I have, uh, from Flavor God, which is a healthy version of those things, I have Cinnabon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just granules of stuff that kind of tastes a little bit like Cinnabon. Is it any good? Yeah, but I don't use a lot of it. I don't really know. It's it's a healthy version, yeah. you know? And I, I have occasionally put a little bit in coffee. I have done that. Yeah. Um, I, I have... Um, like I have a cake, um, a mug cake. Do you know what a mug cake is? Mug cake, yeah, where you make it in the mug. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's it's a healthy mug cake, so I'll sprinkle a little of that on there, so it has a little flavor. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I could see why people like will use it. Like waffles, I thought was the best idea. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'll be good. Yeah. Or uh, put let's even get a little, more. Uh, put more on cinnamon your cinnamon toast, toast crunch. Oh, yeah, <laughs> cinnamon toast brisket. Uh, or on your hand. You just put it on your yeah. hand. Yeah, for real. Your feet. <laughs> hey, Carmen, oh. speaking of healthy, I saw you went to the trampoline place again yesterday. Oh, yeah, I did. I love that place. I had so much fun. I actually got a month pass because it's like 40 bucks. Uh, and so if I go three times in a month, it made, you know, it evens out. And since I can't put tennis shoes on right now, that's going to be like my cardio. Why? <laughs> Too much sodium in your feet? <laughs> no, because the blisters from hiking in Colorado are just so bad that I want mm. them to heal. Yeah. But what um so did you go by yourself again? Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. Mm. Nope, it's not. It's the, my imitation of the staff. A lot of people exercise by themselves. My imitation of the staff. Oh, man, she's here again. Do <laughs> you think she's got, like, mental issues? She she's we, on the spectrum. Do we have to, like, warn the kids, or what do we do? <laughs> if she did have mental issues and we had made sweet love to her, is, she, is it still wrong? Right. She's still alone? Yeah, oh, yeah, she's alone. She's hot for simple. <laughs> <laughs> That was a compliment, Carmen. Thanks. There you go. Uh, A new study out of the University of South Australia found that fake smiling, even when you're not happy, can actually trick your brain into feeling better. So if you're feeling bad, you can smile, and that'll supposedly make you feel better. It's because the brain reads the muscle movements from a smile, and the researchers say, quote, who's who's playing Wipeout? Oh, you can hear that. I'm sorry. I'll scratch this off. (laughs) It says that the uh, releases neurotransmitters to encourage an emotionally positive state. And, quote, when uh, your muscles say you're happy, you're more likely to see the world around you in a positive way. So there you go. If you're feeling sad, just smile <laughs> while you're yeah. crying like the Joker. Like uh. Carmen did at the thing by herself yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, she does not like this line of questions. Why, Carmen? What? I, I'm just here. It just it must be so hard for you to take pictures of yourself while you're doing backflips and stuff. It's not. All right. Well, they make. So say if you want, my, I will send a photographer. My imitation of the staff. Oh my God! She sent up her camera. <laughs> she bought a pass. <laughs> She's gonna come here every day now. Oh. You deal with her. <laughs> uh, Tim Storms. Does anybody know who Tim Storms is? Oh, yes. that's Storms' brother from X Men. No, Stormy Daniels' son. He holds a Guinness record. <laughs> Tim Storms. I do know this. What? No, I don't. He holds a Guinness record for hitting the lowest most note. Most women. Le- oh. Nope, not most women. The lowest note, G7. That uh, registered at 0.189 hertz. Uh, here he is singing the song Lonesome Road. This is pretty interesting because he hits some serious low notes in here. It has some uh, harmonies with it and stuff, but take a listen to this. I got a wall. Wow. Uh, I think he, I could do that. Wow. I don't think you can. Sounds like Roland. Listen here. Listen. <laughs> I got a wall. Cool is that? I mean, he's that's vibrating intense. the whole house. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. 
His picture that they use is pretty creepy, though, when you listen to it and you stare into his blue eyes. Yeah, that's like what it. the devil would sound like. Yeah, yeah. for real. And uh, look like. I guess he actually does voiceover work as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah he, uh, he acts as the guy from Disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> I got a wall hole. I got a wall full. What is he saying? I got a wall likes. I got a wall hole. Got to I got a wall? Uh, yeah, I got a wallow. I, I got a wallow might be it. I got a wall hall. I got a war. I got a war hall. I just bought an Andy Warhol. I got a wall hole. Yeah, Campbell Soup. Selfies and likes <laughs> of a new regime. Cows to the slaughter. I got Andy Warhol. I bought a wall uh, you know, share, Sonny and share, share. Second oh, deepest yeah. register. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, spent yesterday trying to convince the USPS, the U.S. Postal Service, to let her volunteer. Uh, eventually, a supervisor told her they don't take volunteers. Uh, <laughs> she needed to submit fingerprints and go through a background check. So I guess she wound up leaving. <laughs> yeah, what did she think? Was, she ah, we're so to a man. Yeah. Yeah, get out of here, dummy. Uh, the exotic. Uh, the exotic cat zoo made famous by Netflix docuseries Tiger King has permanently closed. Aww. Yeah, in a Facebook post to the uh, page of the now named Greater Winwood Exotic Animal Park, current owner Jeff Lowe. Uh, the nemesis of Tiger King, Joe Exotic, uh, said the zoo is closed to the public, effective immediately. But didn't he have to sell it? I think he, he sold the land, right? And the zoo I don't know. to Carol Baskin, but then had the animals. Well, she got the land, and then he bought that other zoo at like the other side of the state, and then moved everything over there. And yeah. she got the old property. Oh, she has the property, or she got the animals? She did not get the animals. Oh, right. She got the old property. Can She's you believe? Me now. She's bugging me with her TikToks. Uh, this, yeah. uh, this whole Tiger King thing, what did this break in? Like January, right? And it's August, and we're still talking about these idiots? Yeah, but we're older now. We're over it now. Now, they're, they're ta- yeah. now we're mad. They're talking about season two. Uh, yeah. So Carol Baskin and her uh, her husband, not the one she murdered, the other one, um, they uh, are doing TikToks together. And you saw the one where they sang 50 Cent? Yeah. Yeah. And TikTok, I mean, uh, not TikTok, Cameo, I'm sorry. And Cameo loves that. Cameo sent that out to everybody and they said, look, this is how you do it. This is what's exciting. And then uh, they made another one where he accidentally pushes her in the pool. Have you seen that fake one? Oh, is it an accident? Uh, Whoopsies. Yeah. Yeah. Whoopsie. It's, it's pretty it's pretty awful. Kitty cats don't like the pool. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess not. They do not. Yeah. They do not. You know what a cat is in Italian? Gatto. Gatto. Joe gatto. Cat. Gatto. Thank gatto. You. Told you. Hey, Joey Cats. What's up, buddy? <laughs> I'm uh, here to talk about my dogs. Um a guy in Long Beach, California, recorded something the other day and people are freaking out. It is Sasha Baron Cohen filming something dressed as Borat. Oh, wow. No word on what it is, but here it is up on Bone TV. You can see him in a truck. Uh, go ahead and play it, Joe. The, the audio is just the truck, so it doesn't really match up or anything like that. But you can see Borat in the truck dressed in the Borat suit with his mustache and everything, and he's doing, like, Borat moves and stuff. So we're not sure what it's for, but uh, they say it looks like it happened sometime Within this last uh, week or so, Borat was one of the funniest movies ever. Oh, and the first yeah. game, yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. And even watching it now is hilarious. And it's too bad because it was so good that he's Borat. Yeah, you know what forever. I mean? Like yeah. Bruno was funny. I thought Bruno had some good parts in there, but that show that he did on Showtime, I think, was terrible. But uh, here's a little throwback Borat for you. U.S. and A. Greatest country in the world. He's going to be at the Democratic National Convention. <laughs> he was on this show. And he was very funny. Yeah? Yeah. He insulted me a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was good. I enjoy the Borat. Uh, finally in news, a new poll has found uh, that Americans, for their next celebrity president, who they would want. They polled, uh, it was uh, Comedy Central and I think uh, U.gov. 
put this together and they kind of did a head to head. So this one moved on, this one moved on. So it's not necessarily like just, Hey, who would you want to be president? It's out of these people. Who would you want to be president? Uh, who do you think won overall or somebody on the list? The rock, the rock came in at number five with 72%. That idiot, the the rock doesn't. Eat. I bet you, I can, I could ruin the rock's chances of becoming president in three questions. <laughs> Probably. You yeah. know, I mean, the guy's a goddamn billionaire. He knows he's a great uh, promoter and an actor and all that stuff. But cause let's stop assuming he'd be a good president. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody assumes he'd be a good president. Right. I think they think that he's popular, so he would win. Mm. Oprah. Uh, Oprah actually not in the top ten here. What? Oh, yeah. oh man. Kanye West. He's forty three. No. No. Kanye West, Kanye West uh, came in real low, actually. Oh. Uh, not Michelle Obama. Think, uh, think more movie stars. Tom Jennifer Hanks. Lopez. Tom Hanks and Samuel Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson, tied for third with 73%. Wow. Uh, what did you say, Mike? Uh, what did I say? I don't know. You said something. Michelle Obama? Uh, Michelle Obama, no, but you would love this. The very funny Peyton Manning comes in at number 14. (laughs) (laughs) Tied with Sylvester Stallone. I mean, he runs Peyton Yeah. That's right. Peyton did preside over Peytonville. You're right, Carmen. He does have experience. Uh, (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, No, Schwarzenegger, not allowed to be president. I will tell you number 10 is a tie. I'm just saying, if I was able to box somebody from Russia... Then we should all be able to get along, huh? Is that Roy Jones Jr.? Who yep. are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing Michelle Obama. Uh, <laughs> number 10 uh, for a tie, Leonardo DiCaprio, Kurt Russell, Dolly Parton, and Betty White. Uh, number nine, Judge Judy. Ugh. Number six was a tie between Harrison Ford, Bruce Willis, and Matt Damon. Harrison Ford has experience. Yeah, yeah Hollywood. Bruce Get off my plane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Rock came in at number five. I told you Tom Hanks and Samuel L. Jackson at number three. Number two, he's pretty smooth. I would like for him to be president. Denzel Washington. I think yeah, I, I like Denzel. Uh, the number one for celebrity presidents, he's played president. He's played a president in a few different movies, I believe. He also played God. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Uh, Morgan Freeman with a eighty-one percent. Would eighty-one percent of people said they would vote for Morgan Freeman? Andy, and, uh, my fellow Americans. Andy, my my fellow Americans. Andy, who's your vice president? Morgan Freeman. Andy. <laughs> Red. I knew, um, yeah. I knew from the start that Andy Dufresne <laughs> would be my vice president. I can't have a <laughs> vice president or a president with teeth like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> no, that's rough. Shark mouth? He looks like a bird that got in a car accident. <laughs> Andy. Nope. Out. Andy. Andy Dufresne, vice uh, president. Andy Dufresne. I pledge allegiance. I, yeah, I got to hear it a little bit more. I, I, I pledge allegiance. I pledge allegiance. To Andy to Dufresne. Fire. Listen to the the, ah, man. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) You had it there for a second. Uh, That is it for news. Alrighty. Now coming up after the top of the hour here, we've got a controversy. As usual, we have a question on whether or not Donald Trump's brother Robert should be considered a celebrity for the means of selecting and getting points for him for the celebrity death pool. Dominic Ferriello made the uh, ruling, but it is now being appealed by... Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.